Hello everybody, welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of Movie Combat. <laughs> My name is Ryan A. E. Moore, joining me is... I'm Nate, and still here. Yeah, still here after <laughs> a, four movies so far. and yep. um, They haven't been that bad. They have not been that bad. The thing about all this is we actually are recording the this episode i'm gonna out ourselves here because i just want to make very very uh brought to everyone's attention that we are recording this a long time after the um big incident that's happening right at the current moment in time and uh because of that we've kind of we slowed down on a lot of our production here uh primal target yeah and so we're like you know what we 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 gotta we gotta finish movie combat season two. So as of recently, uh, we've been like posting them and uh, and and we and we've been hearing your guys' feedback. So keep giving giving us feedback. We're gonna keep posting these uh, as much as we possibly can. But these this is Rogue One. We actually watched a long long time ago, and then we had to rewatch it recently so that we could get back into the the motion of things. So this is the for only movie that we'll watch twice essentially is what i'm getting at here um but for the most part nate what movie did we watch and uh where do you want to start with it um we watched rogue one uh kind of the first of the like anthology films that disney tried to do Mm -hmm. um it's a great movie Mm -hmm. it's definitely one that i think it's you know it's gotten better and better each time i've seen that i've probably seen it like four times uh, beginning to end now. Um, but yeah, it definitely grows on you. It's, you know, it's probably the most, I guess we'll say action-packed. Uh, especially the ones you've watched so far. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw Solo. Uh, Solo was a little yep. action-packed. Yeah. Would you put it over Rogue One, though? No, I'm, uh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> Just in terms of the action. Yeah. Oh, before we get any farther, and I'm probably already caught flack of this, but I did terrible math in the last episode. Um, Solo got a 7.9, not a 7.5. I don't know what I was reading off. A 7.7 plus a 8 divided by 2 is 7.9. So I just want to clarify that it was not a 7.5. Anyway. Um, sabotaged it. I did sabotage it. Um, so it actually got a better score than it did. Um, but yeah, I mean, so so... This is the first one that they decided to make that wasn't a mainline Star Wars movie. Solo, it just weirdly enough is comes before it in the timeline, so that's why we watched right. it first. But Rogue One definitely had the first time it felt different, and mm-hmm. um, so talked about that with the no crawl and whatnot. Exactly. How did you feel about the? You asked me about that when we were watching it, but how do you feel about the no crawl that happened in the movie? It was definitely weird. Uh, you know, like it didn't. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing in theaters like it didn't. It didn't feel like a Star Wars film in the very beginning. It, it felt a little different until it kind of got going, and then you got in the kind of the rhythm of the style that it had and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Especially coming off of the 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 sequel trilogy, it has like kind of a little bit different feel and tone than those. Yeah, it was. Uh, so going through my little breakout thing here that I usually, obviously the crawl not available didn't exist. Uh, I have a bad feeling about this was said 0.75 
like we gave it a point seven five because yeah. of what of why. Oh, you talking about when the uh, I think there's there's an elevator scene and then they they're about to say it and then it gets cut off. I think one of them says "shut up" or something. Yeah, it was um, what was the droid's name? You remember the droid's name? Oh, K2SO. Uh, yeah, he he goes. I have a bad feel, and then they cut him off immediately. Yeah, and then tell him to shut up. Uh, there is one lightsaber moment. Do you want to talk about that now, or do you want to get to that in a second? <laughs> okay, we'll get to that in a second. We, we can talk to that at the end. Okay, yeah, because yeah, it was the pinnacle of this movie here. Um, then there's one space battle this whole time. There's a lot of the fighting. Space battle. Go ahead. Of the, the series, I think. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, uh, the space battle is definitely super epic. It's fast. Mm -hmm. It shit's happening all over the place. It's it's like I mentioned. It's it's like Battlefront in space in, in Battlefront the movie essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot going on there. R two does not come in clutch at all in this movie. <laughs> Makes uh, an appearance, but he does make an appearance along with C three PO. A uh, little yeah. fan service there. Light speed is kicked in five times as of what I counted. They go to eight planets in this movie, wow. which I think is taken number one on that one. They are the they are the movie that shows eight different planets. Uh, they go to Jeddah. They go to Yavin 4. They go to... Oh, my... They go to Mustafar, Scarif. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, I don't think we got the beginning planet that they were on. Um... There's, I wrote Scoundrel Planet. Because oh, after watching this a second time, I'm like, oh, we did yeah, watch yeah. this multiple times. So the Scoundrel Planet, I don't know what that one yeah. was. I can't remember either. I, I remember making a comment about it. Like, oh, I'd really like to see... Oh, this is like, the one that... What's his face is city. on. Yep. Okay. Um, Where he shoots... Cassian. Yeah, Cassian is on. And then... Wobani? I don't know. That's not a... Oh, yeah, that's the prison planet that she's on oh okay and yeah that's about it so okay uh i sense a disturbance very, the very galactic movie it is very galactic. a lot of lot of lot of different it really opens up the star wars world in this one they, mm -hmm. they really Even a lot of the planets are, are very like brief but mm -hmm. uh, i sense a disturbance in the force is said zero times because there's no jedi um jedi powers are used six times again we will get to that in a second and may the force be with you is said three times. Um, Jen says it. Uh, um, some guy over the intercom says it, and then <laughs> yeah, we didn't catch that the first time. Yeah, didn't catch it the first time, and then the so it was actually kind of a good thing we saw it a second time, uh, and then the third time, uh, one of the Mon Calamari guys says it. So okay, uh, the the Amaral that was there. That yeah, wasn't not Akbar. Akbar, but the other guy from his race. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was that was about it on that one. Now, what's the actor's name that plays the the monk guy? Uh, Don is it Don or Donnie? See, I'm looking up the IMDb right now. But oh, okay. uh, go on your point, and I'll, I'll figure it out. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I think he might have at least came close to saying "Servants in the Force," but I think he might have said something slightly different. Um. Who'd you, Donnie? Um, Donnie Yen. That's his name. It looks like the character he played was Sharut. Uh, oh, I guess, yeah, he, he, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I don't know if he fully said it, but I feel like I know he was talking about like he he could. That's um, uh, that's it, man, for people. a lot of uh, our uh, yep, yep. kung fu fans there. Um, yeah, but like he, yeah. So he may have said it. He may have said it. I didn't. I didn't keep track when we watched it the second time. So yeah, yeah that was kind of. We didn't catch it twice. I guess it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, but a lot of big actors in this movie that definitely put the them into the like Star Wars universe as well. So, but I thought a lot of the characters were just great. They're just, I don't know. There's there's so many that are. I I don't know. I I think that where some Star Wars movies try to forcibly, no pun intended, get a lot of their <laughs> uh, characters across and really like hammer them down your throat to like, hey, like this person. This movie didn't do that, and you kind of just eventually yeah. liked them. Like you just. I think it them. might be because a lot of them, some of them are not inherently good or bad. Like I feel like a lot of them are in the gray area. Um, mm-hmm. Jin and Cassian, like they're kind of they've they've all had a kind of a questionable past, so it's not like uh, like Ray where, you know, like she like she's being you know uh, set up as as this hundred percent protagonist character kind of. Yeah, and so we we see some characters that are not uh, that have that have no connection later on in the series. Obviously, we get, right. uh, and then we have some characters that are heavily involved into the next couple of movies. Um, and I I don't know there were there was a lot of callbacks. There's a lot of setup to eventually the end of the movie being that the fact that it is right into the next it's right into episode four right yeah it's interestingly like the end of the arc for a lot of characters so it kind of sets up stuff before rogue one but it kind of like yeah by the end of it it's definitely it's time for a new hope like all those rogue one storylines are kind of which they do are, make are, several are references to of there's no hope we can't do this there's no hope oh yeah that was their favorite thing to do and then by the end of it hope is back mm-hmm uh, but I, I don't know. To me, this movie, f- I I think is just put into. It is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Like mm-hmm. of, it just is a Star Wars movie through and through, from beginning to the end. And it it, it shot it, as I was kind of talking with you about this before was the the fact that the movie looks like how the Mandalorian is. And it seems like the Mandalorian, um, now that we know that what the Mandalorian season one looks like and whatnot, uh, right. and then Rogue One and Solo, they all kind of look consistently the same, like mm-hmm. aesthetically with colors and shot relatively the same way. Whereas when you look at the newer trilogy, the seven through nine, they still look like the past different. movies, except obviously four, five, and six, because it's just you know technology but um i mean they they kind of look almost the same but there's still enough difference that rogue one and solo and the mandalorian all kind of look kind of the same and yeah. um i i'm yeah, excited for the the casting andor series kind of yeah so the, yeah i know and you're I, not super excited for that one. i am not super <laughs> excited of it because i'd rather have had um i always jen yeah, Jen, yep. uh, Felicity Jones' character, and uh, I would have rather have seen hers because what 
what did she was left stranded by Forrest Whitaker's character. We just know that. So apparently she was being trained for something. She had believed in the resistance at first or the, the rebels at first, but then doesn't anymore. And eventually comes back to terms into believing into the cause again. But like, there's so much left that that character, I would definitely love to see more of. Yeah, all the untold stuff. Yeah. Because obviously, those two have never met, so we're never going to see your character come back unless she gets her own show. Yep. And uh, and then also, the, um, uh, was it Sheru and Boz? Or base. Oh yeah, you're talking about how you'd watch a show with those. Two. Yeah, I would watch a show with those two because, like, he's obviously force sensitive, and so yes, I we we don't know exactly how force sensitive he is. He just knows the ways of the force. He's blind, and he clearly uses the force uh, to defeat mm-hmm. any enemies that come up against him. So, right. Yeah, I think we know that he was never. He was always like a monk. He's always like a guardian, but. Yeah, we don't know. I don't think if he's been blind the whole time. Yeah. Or yeah, he would definitely be interesting. But he is at this place that are the, is the last of the Kyber crystals, which this is where we get confirmed that the Death Star is made with is using Kyber crystals. Um, to like. Shoot I think in terms beam. of the movies, yes. yeah, yeah, it's the first. Yeah, this is the time we get the canon of the, this is what how that works kind of thing. So how did you? Let me ask you this. How did you feel about all the explanation? Because essentially, Rogue One sets up Episode Four, and like tells you everything, the reasons why, like why is there this like little vent thing? Like how do they know where the plans come from? How oh, is this movie how starting? it explains that. Yeah, it almost like plot holes kind of. Yeah, essentially, Rogue One is like the spackle to what Episode Four. Very little complaints that a lot of people had about it. So, yeah. how did you feel about that? I mean, I love it. I love how it goes, like, literally right up until, like, four starts. It's almost like you have to watch them, like, together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though the, the styles would be kind of completely different. It might be kind of sh- uh, shocking change, but... So what are I some, mean, I, li- I like it a lot. What are some cool scenes that you liked about it? And Rogue One, yeah. just in general? Mm-hmm. Um, Man, you see, so for me, Rogue One... It's kind of. I think I kind of still feel this way. I think it's a. It's pretty mediocre until the final act. But once you get the the space battle, and the uh, like invasion of um, of Scarif on the beaches, I think that's just such a high point. It just pushes it all the way up. Yeah. There is one other cool scene before then when they're on uh on the the where the the planet where they're researching the. Uh, where the, the Death Star research team is. I think that's a really cool scene where the X-Wings come in and they bomb bomb the facility trying to uh, take out uh, Jin's dad. I think that's Jetta. Uh, Jetta is or Edu. Edu? E-A? Yeah, Edu. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I was going to say something else of the E, and I was like, oh, no, that's not correct. But yeah, Edu, I think, is also a really great scene. I just love how, like, like I mentioned when we watched it, how... Like precise and efficient, the rebellion seems at this point. It's just, oh, we're gonna send this like squadron of X-wings in. We're gonna take out this facility, and then they're in there and they're out, and then really effective. Yeah, I um, I think definitely on Scarif, to me that is probably the best land battle that I think is in all of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we it puts can... like Return of the Jedi to, sa- to shame. Oh yeah, there's just there's that shot. 
of where they're just firing. They're like, yeah, go, go, go. We're, like shit's happening. And all of a sudden they out of the fog is this AT-AT. Oh, and you're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> go, 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 go. And like they start running. I, that scene is shot so well. The colors, the blues, the grays, the, like. Yeah, it's very vibrant. It's so shot well. Like this movie looks fantastic in 4K. And I think it was, was the first time. No, this one. It this is, is the, the first, first one, one in 4K. Natively in 4K. Okay, yep. yeah. So that's probably why it looks a little bit better than a lot of the other movies. But, like, man, that that scene is still one of my favorite scenes in Star Wars. And it's a unique setting. Like, I think that's the first time, maybe, there, I mean, there might have been some of the video games that we've got, like, a, a beach. Yeah, tropical um, sort of look. Yeah. I would say unique. so, yeah. Uh, unless they did it in, like, yeah, like, the games. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think there might be a game, but even then, it probably has, like, some PS2 graphics. Well, I don't really, <laughs> yeah, I don't really remember Force Unleashed having anything like that, so I, I couldn't say any. Those are, like, no. the extent of my Star Wars. And Jedi movie. Fallen Order, I mean, you know, there's, there's, I think you go to Kashyyyk, that's probably as tropical as it gets. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it it was really cool. Um, you know, we talked about how... Where's this other? Where's this director? Where has he been? Why is he? Don't wanna... And apparently, <laughs> I, he's I done nothing. Really. Yeah, he's he's, he's uh, on the paycheck still. Yeah, I'm assuming <laughs> so. Um, he made a feature, like he he made an appearance in episode eight, I believe. Um, and then he they love to do that. And this is also the director of Godzilla, so the first Godzilla reboot movie, uh, of the reboots. So like in that. Um, universe of Godzilla and King Kong and uh, Godzilla like King of Monsters. Wasn't it the same year as this? Wasn't it like 2016? I mean, it had to be maybe like 2017. I can't imagine he had two movies in the same year. Um, ba, 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 ba. Fill time. <laughs> uh, I mean... I don't know. Off the top of my head, I'm looking right now. but I They're think... definitely really close. So he had like a little... Yeah, he's, he's probably sitting on his nice little pace paychecks from those two movies uh no godzilla the first one came out in 2014 and then oh, okay. rogue so one came out older. in 2016 okay yeah yeah i wonder why he's not uh he's kind of out of work yeah Unless but he's like this was last movie or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i yeah i i think this is definitely one of the better shot movies um i think it because this is this is where i was talking about solo and the last like um, couple movies, or not couple movies, but like solo particular sp- specifically, and then the last couple movies were just mainly because it's like the newer just ones, make a good one two trilogy? one yeah, uh, the prequels. Whereas one two and three, those movies could have been way better if you just had one single plot and you weren't trying to tie in so much shit. Episode <laughs> uh, like for example when I when. I I, I kind of went back and tried to re-listen to some of the podcasts just so um, I could remember what we were talking about back then of a couple months ago. But, like, episode two could have been so much better if they just were like, hey, this is an Anakin and Obi-Wan story. But then they started piling shit into it that, like, didn't need to be in it. And just, it just didn't make any sense. So, like, yeah. I, yeah. I think George Lucas must have really felt that he had to have that, like, Anakin and Padme, like, character development, I guess. 
Yeah, because like one of the things I said was, what if they just made a Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi like buddy cop sort of situation? He's like the old veteran, or kind of like on the way of becoming a veteran, and and mm-hmm. Anakin's kind of the run, renegade rookie, like you know, and he's training him. It could yep, have been yep. way better. Like that whole beginning sequence was great. Them chasing after the person, them trying to get, was fine. But then it just yeah. kind of went downhill. Part of the whole movie. Yeah, and it happens in there like literally the first half an hour. Mm-hmm. Whereas Rogue One just was like, okay, this is a Star Wars movie. It's just it's exactly why the Mandalorian I think is great in being a part of the Star Wars universe. It doesn't have anything to like, okay. So the Mandalorian's a little more on the we we have nothing to really do with the rest of the saga. We're just kind of our own show, but they implement mm-hmm. very little. This definitely implements a little bit more because they try to connect it to four. But Rogue One is like we're just going to make a cool like top secret mission movie with yeah. these characters and then they're just going to be gone. Yep. Very and it's a very simple story, easy to understand. It's not out there at all with you know I think some people think that you know like Rise of the Skywalker got a little out there with some of the force stuff. I think some of the sequel movies in in, in general. So this is just like back to basic Star Wars kind of. Yeah. And even then, there's no force stuff that happens until the very end of the movie. Right. It's just, this is just a space movie that has something to do with Star Wars. And to me, this is why I think you can make a Star Wars movie without, like, when I saw Rogue One, I was like, it confirmed to me that you can make a Star Wars movie and not have to do with any of the saga. Very lightly, but you know what I mean. Like, it had something to do with the saga... But for the most mm-hmm. part, it didn't have anything to do with it. Like, none right. of the characters make the, uh, an appearance later. They all freaking die, and it's it's over. Like, those characters are done. How did you feel about them all dying, though, when you saw it the first time? You know, the first time, it, it did rub me a little the wrong way. Because it, then it started to feel like, well, at this point we hadn't seen Solo. But kind of like how we feel after Solo, where, you know, like it's like an unnecessary, you don't have to watch it. With all the characters dying, it kind of felt the same the same way a little bit. But it, it does definitely redeem itself at the very end with Vader and, and Leia um, tying that into New Hope. So when I saw it the first time with uh, and, I, and they all died, I was a little bit bummed too. But I think that I did see this movie twice. Um, and when I saw it the second time, I was like, the, it, it's just – it is – fine i'm i was fine i think it was because i went in with more expectation because at the time we didn't know what Ray's who Ray's mom was and all we saw was that this woman was going to be the main character of and Mm -hmm. she was british and she you know and Ray's british so maybe there's some sort of thing and then when she dies you're like oh i uh there goes that thread (laughs) yeah i guess she's not you know yeah, I remember that. There was a lot of speculation about, like, who she could be. And I remember they had the screenshot of her, like, on the base when she, when she like, takes the, the outfit with, like, the two. It, they look like batons, like we were talking about before. They're probably, like, the flying things, the, like, direct aircraft. Uh, but I remember there was a lot of speculation, like, she might be, like, a lot bigger character than she ended up turning out to be. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of disappointing. Um, But speaking of not disappointing (laughs) that was a bad segue but here's what we're gonna do um you mentioned a little bit earlier about the vader scene let's talk about the vader scene at the very end of the movie 
everything is literally coming to this big giant climax of the movie and you think it's over that all of our characters right. have sadly died <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're like oh okay so this is the end of the movie because all the all, <laughs> it goes and then you hear woo 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 and they're like okay well like we got the we got the plans we got the plans and then he <laughs> runs over he gets to the door and then all of a sudden it just goes no, it, there's nothing there's no sound yeah you have you no idea hear, what's gonna happen you're like oh boy here we go <laughs> this is it um, it's so perfect just how like like how vader always his lightsaber comes out so slow it's so controlled yeah and you just <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> tell me the first time you saw this how how was that making you feel um i was pretty ecstatic <laughs> yeah because like you said uh, uh like the movie seemed like it was coming like it was in its it's uh it's falling act kind of um, it was kind of setting up the, the end of the movie and there was no, nothing in the trailers about that scene. And it's kind of what everybody always wanted. They, you know, everybody always wants to see Darth Vader being a badass, mm-hmm. and that's exa- exactly what they did. Yeah. And it's a very short scene, but it's super effective. <laughs> yeah Brutal. i i think it's it's obviously that is that is probably that's that's definitely vader's best scene of the whole yeah. of all star wars movies um it i think of the whole entire franchise that's vader's coolest moment because mm-hmm. it's just timed perfectly it's beat to beat it gets you into the mood again of like how cool darth vader actually is and yeah, how to remind you yeah like, you may have forgot <laughs> Yeah, and so essentially he just kills everybody. Uh, but then it sets up, you know, obviously the big lead at the very end uh, that we were hinted to in the in, towards the middle of the movie. But yes, the plans do eventually get past the Princess Leia, thus starting a new hope, which I think she even says, like, "What is this? What is this going to bring?" And she says, "Like, it's going to be hope or something like that, or new." Yep. She essentially drops the name and their favorite tagline the the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's essentially the movie and I mean, let's, let's just, uh, I guess we go into IMDb corner here. Sure. Um, I'll rattle some of these things off. Um, we're going to head into taglines. One of my favorite things here, uh, taglines are the, uh, the selling things that you put on the poster to sell the movie. It is usually a phrase. Sometimes they're a little bit longer, and I'm noticing that IMDb has moved a lot of their stuff around, and I'm not very happy about it, but I did find <laughs> it. Rogue One has two. Number one, a rebellion built on hope. And number two, save the rebellion, save the dream. I think that's Forrest Whitaker's line. Save the rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, exactly that. Do you have IMDb loaded up? I do. Okay, uh, you have trivia. You have trivia. Trivia. Let me go back and scroll up. Here. I can also run by the quotes if you'd like, or you you got it. Uh, I think I got it. It should be where do, did you know? Oh, see more. Okay, I was trying to figure out how do I expand this. Yeah, you just click on it. Well, you just click on trivia, and then you should be. Okay, it. so here's the. Um, I'll read the second one or third one down. On here, so R two D two and C three PO have a brief cameo. Making Anthony Daniels the only actor to appear in every movie. Huh. He appears as another character in Solo, a Star Wars story. I think I, I remember can't that. Remember what character that is. But he's not in suit. 
he's out of soup. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh yeah. let's do let's do four. So give me okay. on the number two. Alright, I think this one we kinda knew already, but maybe others I uh, don't know. The footage of some of the X Wing pilots, especially Red and Gold Leader, including a call sign exchange, are originally deleted footage from the Death Star attack shot for Star Wars episode four, but digitally cut into the footage shot for this film. Which is cool because then that way when you watch episode four you know Oh, yeah. this is Red Leader. This is Gold Leader. This is, you know, kind of those things. Right. Keep All right. Consistent. Number three. Mm-hmm. Are you just kind of skimming them right now? Keeping the same. Yeah, I am. <laughs> During the final battle, uh, Red's, Red 5's X-Wing is shot down and the pilot is killed. This call sign is then reassigned to Luke Skywalker. Oh, well, there so you that's go. That's how we kind of figure out the backstory of how he gets his call sign. Mm-hmm. And the last one, number four. And I and I got the uh, quotes loaded one. up here, too. So the Rebel base at Yavin 4 features several full-size cardboard cutouts of X-Wings and Y-Wing fighters, using the same technique of filling out the hangar as in the original Star Wars Episode 4. That's kind of neat. I'll see some big pieces of cardboard. Oh, I'm sure full-size they are. Full-size cardboard cutouts. Wow. All right. Time for quotes. Uh, this is a uh, Sa Guerrera. Guerrera, yep. Yeah, to Young Jin. Uh, wait, so that's Forrest Whitaker's character? Yes. Okay. He goes, "My child, come, <laughs> come. We have a long ride ahead of us." <laughs> um. The uh, I'll do I'll do three of them. Uh, number two, this is between uh, Jin and Cassian. Jin, uh, what's with the destroyer, Cassian? It's because of your old friend Saw Guerrera. He's been attacking the cargo shipments. Jin, uh, what are they bringing in, Cassian? It's what are they, what are they taking out, Kyber crystal? Are they uh, all they can get? We wondered why they were stripping the temple. Now we know it's the fu- it's the fuel for the weapon. It's really weird how they f- the, that's really re- written really weird because it's like what are they taking out is quoted, and then he goes into his line, which is really weird. So not a I don't know. Uh, number three, this is from Cassian again. I had a contract, one of Saw's rebels, but he's just gone missing. His sister will be looking for him. I wonder why it says 303 out of three found that interesting, but like, it's just some weird quotes that people wrote oh. here. I forgot he had a sister. One of Saw's it says rebels. his sister will be looking for him? Yes. But it's Ugh. sister of... Okay, I had a contract... One of Saw's rebels, but he's gone missing. Oh, so the contract went missing, and his sister is looking for him. His sister will be looking for him. Interesting. Interesting. All right. She is in Clone. That what? She is in the Clone Wars series, but yeah, it's uh, I guess it kind of keeps her in the canon in the films a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, tech specs, Nate. What do we got? All right. 
So sound mix, yeah, it looks pretty pretty modern. Dolby Digital, Atmos, DTS, DTS X. I looks like the film was officially 133 minutes, which is two hours and 13 minutes. Uh, yeah, it looks like it was recorded at 6.5K was the source format, and then they they mastered it at 4K. Good grief. And with Dolby Vision. So now we know why it looks a little bit different. Yep. Because it was it shot like on it's... different. It was shot on a different millimeter film. I believe. Uh, what I'm trying to figure out. So is this a? Is this all digital? Was this? Was this not? I think uh, it I was see the all printed digital. film format, but that's for IMAX. Okay, I'm looking at tech specs for like episode one right now. So go oh, ahead okay. if there's anything else that you'd wanna. Um. Yeah, no, the camera they use is a yeah, that's right. Aria Alexa 65, but I don't see anything else interesting. That's what I thought. All of the other ones are shot on 35 millimeter film. Interesting. Because Probably I think that's why. Yeah. Are all digital. Which may be the reason why they all look different. Because now I'm looking at Solo here. Um, try and see the tech specs for that. That was shot completely on digital. Okay. It doesn't even say the, uh, or it's and not that's, listing so that's it. That's probably a, a main difference with the sequel trilogy, which I think those are all on film. Um, yeah, because JJ wanted to shoot on 35 millimeter, so that's why those movies look somewhat the same as Episode One, Two, and Three. Mm-hmm. I don't see the movie to quickly access Episode Eight, so I'm not going to do that. But right. for I think Ryan Johnson changed it uh, for that film. I'm not entirely sure, but. Yeah, so that's it. That's all the that's all the IMDb corner that we got for you. Um, let's head into the review. Nate, give it to me. What are we going with? What? Is, how'd you? Gi- what are you gonna give it? But explain. Paint me a picture here. <laughs> so I was going back and forth on this one. Um, it almost feels like cheating because we've. But I mean, I guess it'll all be cheating with all the movies because we've seen them so many times. Um, but I'm ultimately I think I'm gonna give it a pretty high score. Okay. Uh, so I've I've settled on a nine. Okay. So, uh, and the reason I said on nine was ultimately your scale. Yep. That you, uh, that we that we use in Primal Target, because uh, I feel like it does make it into the must-have category. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you, you're gonna, you're probably gonna you own Rogue One. Yes. And that's what put it to me over. Because I was thinking maybe like an eight point seven, just to put it maybe a little bit above three. Uh, but. Yeah, ultimately settle with a with a flat nine just to get into that must have category. Okay. Yeah. Um for me, I am definitely gonna give it a nine as well. Um I think that like I said, the movie is uh you you, you did make some good points. It's a little bit kind of slower to getting into, but I mean it's trying to introduce all these characters in immediately because they're not gonna be around long enough to give you exp- right. exposition later on. So um there, the one thing I wish, I think that could have made this movie better, is if it didn't have anything to do with the saga. But in that, really? in that also, in that also, um, they used that in a fantastic way, though. Even though they it did incorporate the rest of the saga, and it had to end the way it ended, um, they did it in a way that was still entertaining enough to be a great sci-fi movie, a great Star Wars movie, and without having any Jedi in it, unless you count Darth Vader. 
Like he's the only lightsaber wielding guy in the whole entire movie. Right. Uh, so to that, it is a must have movie and it probably is what one of my favorite star Wars movies. It might, I, I mean, as of right now, it is considered my favorite one, uh, until we mm-hmm. watch the rest of the saga. Um, and who knows if it will beat a nine, but I think a nine is a fair shot. Um, Giving the other ones a chance, huh? Well, not only that, but I mean, <laughs> there are some moments in the movie that I, I yeah. would say maybe give it a higher nine. Um, but like there are other moments where it kind of knocks it back down to just a regular nine. And where, as on our scale, a nine to 9.9 is a must have. Uh, and then if you're curious, an eight to 8.9 is marvelous. But I think that and, and a 10 is groundbreaking and it definitely isn't breaking any new grounds. Obviously it's a sequel, so you can't really break new grounds into a sequel, but there are moments that a sequel can do that. For example, aliens, we did give a 10 to, uh, it was, it redefined what that movie franchise was. That's why aliens is so much better than alien. And this movie just doesn't really get to that point, but it does solid itself into being a part of that star Wars franchise. So nine from me, which which does give it a nine from primal target. So pretty nice round score there. Yep. So with that said, um, that means at number one is rogue one at number two is star Wars episode three at number three is solo at number four is star wars episode one and at number five is star wars episode two and if you want to know what those ratings were uh rogue one is at a nine star wars episode three is at a 8.2 which is a marvelous movie uh solo is at a 7.9 which gives it a worthy movie uh, just shy of the marvelous rating. Uh, Star Wars Episode One was rated at a seven, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, um, yeah, seven point three, which gives it a marvelous rating as well. And Star Wars Episode Two at a six point seven, which means oh. borrow the movie, but not necessarily. You, you don't really got to own it. It's not that great of a movie um, to buy it, but it's good to just watch it maybe once in a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's... I think we're in a good spot. I mean, I think most, I think most Star Wars fans would agree with that ranking. Some people might put three, you know, above Solo, but three is above Solo. Spot. Nothing controversial yet. Three is above Solo. I mean, I Rogue One. That's what I meant, I meant to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. So any any. Final... I don't think nothing too con. Um. No, I mean, uh, going off of your thoughts, I do think. Um, one other thought I had was, uh, and Rogue One is a, is a great like starting point for Star Wars fans because like it has nothing to do, none of the characters are are related to like any of the previous uh, prequel characters, and the fact that it goes right into to four, which we'll watch next. I think it's uh, just thinking about it in my head now. I'm like, man, that would actually be a good a good movie to start out with if it was like a a new person that hasn't seen Star Wars before. Yeah, actually, funny enough, you know what? I might agree with you on that. I think. Watching episode or watching Rogue One is probably a good place. Yeah, is it you know the prequels keep those as the prequels unless you're doing what we're doing, obviously. But you're if yeah. you're gonna show this for the, this movie, like 
if you show Rogue One, you're showing a modern movie that if someone that isn't is hesitant to watch Star Wars anyway, Rogue One is modernly filmed. So, you know, you're going to get those kind of speedy moments and then you're going to go in episode four and it's going to be kicked off right from the last movie and might have some slower moments because it's a 70s movie, but yeah. it it still gives you you're already invested at that point. Right. And then you get into five and then you get into six and then you go on. But, yeah, you know, if they don't like Rogue One, they probably don't like Star Wars. <laughs> that's probably true because there's it's a lot of Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Especially when you see Vader's part, that's literally the ice. Yeah. That's the, that is literally the cherry on top of this movie. And it's good it'll show people why a lot of people like Darth Vader because they mm. might not understand it from the original trilogy when he's just standing and walking around. <laughs> yeah, because back then you could have just a menacing-looking person, but then in right. this movie, he's like almost peak Vader because of how evil he is in this movie. Yeah, because once he starts meeting Luke and all of them, that's when he starts mm-hmm. to be like, "Oh yeah, that's more but, conflicted." Yeah, but we won't get into that just yet. So, um, <laughs> for another episode. Yeah. Speaking of another episode, what is our homework for next time? We got Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Yep. Should be interesting. Saying getting into the back to the original ones here. Yep. So that is it. Ladies and gentlemen, comment section is open to you. What did you guys think of Rogue One? Um, And uh, yeah, we will see you guys in the next video. Check out the end card if you're watching the YouTube version of this and see what two random videos that we got for you. Hit that subscribe button. If you're listening to the audio version, make sure you hit subscribe. And also rate us uh, by you rating it. uh, Puts us into the ether and the algorithms and whatnots and helps us out. Um, Yeah, so that's going to be it. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. My name is Ryan. That was... I'm Nate. There you go. (laughs) Don't worry. Ashton doesn't get it either. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Good night, everybody. (laughs)